them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. This is Tara. On today's episode, we're going to wrap up our League of Their Own uh, recaps, which is exciting. We have a mail sack and uh, some other stuff to talk about. But first, Wendy, what day is it? What day is it indeed? Well, you know what? The 20th is uh, something I'm very fond. Oh, several things I'm fond of. Pepperoni pizza day. Oh, hell yeah. String cheese day, fried rice day. It's good Amazing. food day. Mm, huge. Yeah. But you know what the 21st is? Mm-mm. It's not an official day. But Andor hits Disney+. Plus. Ooh. I've been waiting for this. Waiting for this. I'm so huge. excited. It's getting great reviews. Great reviews. So huge. they're releasing three episodes on the 21st. Happy Andor day. Uh, the 22nd, <clears throat> for those who celebrate, it's Hobbit day. Happy Hobbit. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. If you're a hobbit, hobbit day. Oh, yeah. Day. <laughs> <Celebrate>. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream cone day. I love a good ice cream cone. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, okay. Here's an interesting combo. National, the 23rd is National Checkers slash Dogs in Politics Day. Uh, okay. Okay. Sure. I'm kind of curious about that one, but okay. It's also National Bisexuality Day. Oh, that's fun. You're bisexual. You have a day. (laughs) You deserve. Um, Still checking on why uh, Checkers Day is National Dogs (laughs) and Politics Day. So Hmm. I don't know. It's a combined day. Maybe just celebrate both. Hmm. Um, But yeah, a bunch of, uh, let's see what, what's got the 24th? Ooh, ghost hunting day. I feel like that should be in November or October. But guess what else it is? Singles Day, <laughs> National Singles Day, baby. Awesome, that's great. It's my day. Go enjoy. You know what else is on the twenty third? I can't even imagine. It's my birthday. Your birthday. <gasps> Special day, big day. I am sh- ashamed. <laughs> it's fine. That I didn't have it in my list. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Don't worry I'm about it. So very sorry. <laughs> I was not trying to shame you, Wendy. Just want to make, make sure people knew that so they can go ahead and start oh, sending in their now. presents. We know now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I also missed it last year. I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm bad with oh, everything. Had, well, me too. I don't go on the Facebook and see the dates. And I forget people's birthdays. It's like, you know, birthdays are random. Like, there's some people that I will just never forget. Like, Courtney Phillips from elementary school is May 3rd. And I remember that because it was the same day as the tornado almost hit our school in downtown Dallas. Mm -hmm. And so now it was her birthday and I was so mad mom didn't let me go to her party because of tornadoes. I couldn't understand why. But other people's I never remember. So I don't know. Isn't the first day of fall around that time? It's usually around my birthday. Is that known as autumnal equinox day? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's the twenty well, second. Uh, is it called a day specifically like that? Well, I mean it's a day, I, and I closed that little tab. So, but I I did see that. I feel like I mean that's great and all, but in L.A. it's just 
gonna get hot again. So I feel like yeah, okay, great. It's fall, but let me know when it stops being the nineties. <laughs> getting in the freaking nineties again. So some cooler We're weather. Mad about that. Well, it's, it's a good weekend. It's cool it's this a, weekend. Yeah, it's, it's overcast nice. today. But it the, then it goes back to the nineties. So mm, oh. suck it. Mm. <laughs> suck it on. But welcome fall. Welcome. Um. Oh, Tara, did you you wanted to you wanted to bring uh, something up? Yes, I have a. It's not really so much a correction. So I don't know if we need to go to the correction cabinet cabin, but maybe the omission. Yeah, the omission Ah, cabin. Omission omission Omnipod. So um, we failed to recognize a very special day that happened last week, and that was Mexican Pizza Day. If you're not familiar with the Mexican pizza, it is a delicacy. (laughs) Definitely. Yes, it is. I'm not sure how far it dates back. um, Ancient. But, you know, it's it's. You know, that a really delicious dish that's sold um, primarily at Taco Bell. And Taco Bell has now brought it back full time. And our, you know, it's gone off the menu and then it came back for like special and then everyone was freaking out and then nobody had in stock. Um, so, it, so it really created a frenzy. <laughs> and now they've announced on Mexican Pizza Day that Mexican pizza is back on the menu forever for now. Uh, but uh, Jackie, uh, Snopper Jackie, friend of the Snop, posted her Mexican pizza on Twitter nice. and said, Happy Mexican Pizza Day. And I was so overcome with emotion <laughs> and also shame that we didn't say it. I literally, when I got home from work, I uh, walked, you know, took Charlie out and then I went to Taco Bell and got a Mexican pizza. Awesome. But first, I called the Taco Bell to make sure they had indeed had, they had the Mexican pizza in stock because yeah. it was, and they're like, Oh, yeah, it's back. It's back. So, and it was delicious. Uh, I love it. T- You've I've never had a Mexican pizza. No. An authentic dish. We got sure. <laughs> very <laughs> heard that somewhere. Yeah, we got to sure get you a Mexican pizza. I would love to try one. Oh, well, no, different. Look, get it without the. T- well, there's some tomato. Just ask for no tomatoes on top. Here's the thing. I feel like it's always. I'm always hearing that they're like it's hard to get because they sell out, and I just don't want to go through that stress. But if they're going to be here all the time now, then, you know, it's it sounds be like it. To get, yeah. Yeah. And I'm um, all for trying to get one. So I went to the website, tacobell.com, and you can upgrade. Do you know you can upgrade your Mexican pizza? To what? You can add guacamole, nacho cheese, uh, creamy mm. jalapeno sauce. You mm. can also throw in some, some uh, jalapenos or chicken. Or mm. uh, onions, or ra- like you have this whole whole thing. Rice would be good on there. I'm kind of tempted just to get everything to see how horrible it is. <laughs> I want the work. Like rice, yeah. like I don't know if I trust. I mean, Taco Bell, anything. I don't. Who knows? It's what, all questions. Guacamole. I'm. Not, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can do like some rice. You know, some maybe yeah. some of that nacho cheese. Extra. Oh, that would be interesting, right? Yeah. Oh, God, now I just yeah. want Taco Bell. Yeah. So, give it a try. Expand your palate. I'm you ready. Might, you might not be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just later, but not while you're eating it. <laughs> uh, well, so, listen. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say, we had, we're all here. Is anybody, how's everybody feeling? Because we had an eventful night last night with our friend Penny. We did. Boy, did we? we had our live event on Facebook, and I had I was reduced to using Penny's <laughs> dog's Facebook. I logged in as Penny's dog so I could participate in the chat 
because my Facebook <laughs> is still <laughs> haven't found anybody to help me fix it. Yeah. It's okay. It was a lot of fun. What did y'all think? It was I had a, a blast. Great time. Yeah. Played some games. A ton of fun. Drank some drinks. Um I I it's available, so you can go to, to the um we'll link it somehow, but I think you can go to the event page and you can actually rewatch it. So I went and I wanted to check the audio and see if if it was available and I, I kind of spot checked through a little bit and there are some very funny moments. Um mm. mostly Tara's, Tara's, Tara's lying skills are <laughs> <mostly> Tara's <laughs> lying skills. <laughs> Uh, just really funny. And if you weren't able to, to, to watch live last night, uh, you can absolutely watch it. And I, you know what, if you need a good laugh, it's two hours, <laughs> grab a drink, have some fun. And uh, it really was a lot of fun. I love doing those things with Penny. We, I just hope we get to do more and more. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little sleepy at the end. I've been up since two 30, but I gave it a good go. Mm-hmm. And I had my first beer or drink in like two and a half weeks, so it started. Yeah, well, um, but it was fun. It was. It was we, fun. I love that game where you like lie about whose picture it is. <laughs> yes. That was really fun. It was fun just to see what pictures were going to pop up. And lying is fun. It is fun. Miss. I'm usually good at it. <laughs> that, that, yeah, the picture game was fun. That was, that was a lot great. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we did talk a little bit about the Zena convention last night. And guess what, guys? We are going to be giving away. A copper pass for the Xena convention happening in November and details to come, but um, we're going to do that soon so that if you hadn't planned on coming, you can make your travel plans. But yeah, we're going to be giving it away. We'll have to come up with a fun and interactive way to do that. But just put that on your, put that on your radar that uh, if you don't have a ticket yet or you want to upgrade your ticket, it will be uh, something we're giving away. Sweet. Well, I'll be at the Xenacon. Yeah. yeah, we got to figure something. We got to do something special. We got to figure something out. Yeah, I'm trying to get a snop snop room, That'd something we can do some podcasting from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wendy, do we want to yes. talk about what, what we're doing? I noticed in oh, the chat yes. last night. I think I saw at least Nikki. And I saw one other person. Yes. I can't remember who it was who mentioned went like randomly like what's God complex Artemis coming out. <laughs> like, what? I still want to see that. Yeah. So it was brought up, um, and we we have a mini a mini announcement. We're, you know, Wendy, if you want to let them know what what our long term so plan has been all along. When we decided to make this movie, we thought, you know, that's we had inside information that NASA was going to someday send a rocket named Artemis to the moon, and mm-hmm. we thought. That'd be great if we just timed the release of our movie about Artemis with this future rocket release. I mean, when we start this, like a decade ago, but we knew we just had that that knowledge. And so, like, you know, NASA's had some delays with this Artemis Artemis rocket. So our film's been a little delayed, Mm -hmm. but we're gonna time it, the release with the launch of the Artemis rocket. Yeah. So just like NASA, we too have very. You know, very uh, legitimate delays. Right. It happens um, to us. It happens to NASA. Yeah. And in fact, this is, I mean, this has been planned. So we're just so glad that our plan has been <laughs> executed flawlessly. Flawlessly. Amazing. Flawlessly. Mm. Never mind that, you know, 10 years have gone by. And so we're, we're letting everyone know to look at it as a time capsule. Time capsule. Yes. Time capsule is- that maybe we could even see if, if, we could get in touch with NASA and t- 
ask them to take it, a copy with oh, them to the moon. That'd be something. Yeah. Yeah. For the we, moon, uh, moon Martians. We're aliens, very glad Martians, to be aliens. launching ours along with whenever it happens. <laughs> no telling. So right now, if it doesn't come out on time, that's on NASA. Yes, on NASA. Oh, I see. So we, should we got it. We, should we got it ready. We just got to push the button. Got it. Come on. We've NASA. been ready for 10 years. Wow. This thing is, we've just been waiting for them to get their shit together to put a, people back on the moon and get their test rocket ready to do that. So yep. we're ready. It's such an obvious partnership. So it's it's really, yeah. it makes mm-hmm. sense. The NASA brand is just all over this movie mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Just they let us use their logo. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't Clearly okay. they let us use their like, <laughs> you know, the special effects uh, person oh. and just really, just really glad for that partnership. Hmm. Yes, so, thanks, NASA. Yeah. It's been great so, working with you. Once the <laughs> rocket does take off and you launch your Artemis, um, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. will people be able to see that? Or do you not want to give away any details yet? <laughs> cloaked in secrecy, just like, you know, uh, NASA. Um, well, Wendy, <laughs> this is well, a question. <laughs> how are people going to get what once once it launches, Wait, how do we we'll s- get to okay. we'll yeah. announce that on a yeah. future episode. Come on, you don't want all the goodies at once. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, can't wait. I'm, so I think, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I think uh, right now, do we know the the date, the prospective date? Because it did get delayed. Uh, let's just look and see if they've updated let's look that. Uh, yeah, surprise you haven't looked right that up. Now. I think it's the twenty. I think it's the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. My That's mother's birthday of, of September. Yeah, twenty seventh September. Yeah, very soon. Yeah, it's mom's birthday, so I might have to like preset it because I'll be at home. Mm -hmm. Sorry, mom, I've got to launch this film. I spent ten years trying to get off the ground, (laughs) but you can't watch it, mom. We're gonna have to. No, (laughs) no, you can't. We're gonna Mm. uh, have to cancel your birthday plans. Wendy's gotta (laughs) have happy eighty ninth. Well, and then I see another one that says the twenty third. So I'll I'll check on that. There's a little discrepancy they're all over the place over at nasa (laughs) if they only have it's right on brand with with us yeah (laughs) only they much in common with the only time we'll be compared to nasa (laughs) and it might Uh, even be october they may not even launch it then as long as it's safe that's the thing with our movie we just wanted to make sure everything was safe we didn't Mm -hmm. want it to blow up upon launch (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) all that all that work (laughs) come on yeah I can't wait. There's literally people when we made it, there are people that started off with full heads of hair that finished the film <laughs> without that hair. And so when they're wearing a cap, you'll know that's the stuff we shot later. <laughs> they had to hide the baldness. That's incredible. Yeah. Can we mm-hmm. get like maybe once uh once it's been out for a bit, can we do like a um a review yeah like a no oh like, boy like let's do not a live, review it people do, let's do not like a, no, no 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 reviews like a live watch and then you guys can tell us all this fun behind the scenes stuff oh we've got stories mm-hmm. can we do that let's do sure it. sure we could do we'll tell you this one really difficult person we had to work with mm-hmm. uh it was during the bar scene mm-hmm. and uh oh, yeah. she was a bartender she was just really just she demanded two blue. two different parts <laughs> you wanted a trailer and we had to stop everything and, hmm. you know, just really difficult. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. Well, it um, has been a decade. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. All right. Well, great. Well, keep us posted on that. 
Oh, no, we have to now. <laughs> we have to admit it ourselves. You've, you've done it now. No going back now. Uh, shall we jump into the mail sack? Please. Yeah. Why not? Splash. Is it me? It is. Yeah, it's me with Becky. Hold, please. Hold thing. Oh, wait. Hang on. There's two. Right. So the longer one is first. The longer one is first. Right on. Okay. Hang on. Sorry, I'm very uh, going the wrong direction. Okay, I have an email from Becky. It says, hi, Snoppers, first time writer here. Kat, I'm the person who accosted you at the bar at Aircon for an autograph when I was drunk and then DM the D&D game you joined on Sunday. I'll be honest that I haven't listened to all your episodes, just the one about the ones about Winona Earp, your four, uh, season four episode two recap was the best. <laughs> But I was recently re-listening to a Cat Burrell interview, and you mentioned people who had listened from the beginning. Oh, boy. So I went back to the <laughs> beginning. Here is my review of your first six episodes. Oh, no. Those <laughs> were the roughest. Back that, we were new. Okay, We were anyway. like little babies. We... All right. Here we go. <laughs> little babies. Cat, uh, you are correct. The only legitimate Terminator movies are the one with, ones with Linda Hamilton, a.k.a. Sarah Connor. Also, I'm so glad you've started watching Winona Earp. I really think you're going to like it. That's funny. Amazing. I, that. Uh, I believe you all are correct that the friend's daughter from Captain Marvel will make a reappearance in a future installment of the Marvel Universe. And Sarah, I hope you've gotten out of podcast jail and are and around to watching Endgame. Oh, yeah. Did you? I did. I did. Yeah, I okay. eventually watched it. Um, memories, memories. That's funny that we were talking about that. Who? Yeah, that that's is funny. funny. I like this. Checking our work. Yeah, um, it's good. You are also correct that not everyone will be happy with the ending to Game of Thrones, but I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'll say no more. Uh, I hope you have a, have fun at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Maybe you'll tell us all about it after you go. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, yeah. And I've only seen one or two episodes of Xena and have no way to stream it, so I'll just have to take your word for it that it's good and listen to your recaps to catch me up. Mm. That's all for now. I'll be back after listening to some more new slash old episodes. I love this. Yes. Uh, I love this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Becky sent a follow-up. I realized I misspelled Kat's name in my prior email. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wendy and Tara. I hope Tara. I spelled your name correctly. Yes, it's Wendy with three E's and Tara, like Sarah. With an H. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yes, you're Becky. funny, Becky. Becky, you're very funny, yeah. and it was great meeting you. And I do remember, I didn't realize that you were that drunk, but that's fantastic. So, yeah, <laughs> Becky has, a, like, a that's book good. of Becky autographs. So there's a there's one there's a page for Snop, and so I'm the first there. Hopefully, you know Becky will meet you guys at some point, and we can get, complete that page for her. And then yes, uh, Becky ran this D and D game with mostly noobs, and there was like eight or nine people, which is like such a hard thing to do to run a D and D game that big with people mm -hmm. who have definitely been drinking. Uh, it was a blast. It was really fun. You did great. Becky, I'm sure you're a great DM uh, uh, in, you know, in your normal game, but you, you were fantastic that night. So thanks. That was so much fun. But yeah, it was great meeting you. Hopefully we'll, we'll get that snot page filled out for you. All right. I've got one, um, a message and six beers from Kate. Wow. Whoa. Thank you, so Kate. So Kate writes, I just wanted to say thank you for bringing so much nerdy joy into my world. I know y'all's mail sack has been pretty packed lately, but I hope you'll have time to check out the email I sent you. Look for the subject line, Howdy from Houston. I know your Houston. time is limited, but I can't tell you what it would mean to me to hear my Aww. email on the podcast. 
Well, Kate, the time <laughs> okay. has Kate come. We read everything. The time has come. <laughs> all right, Kate. Kate says, hello, all you beautiful nerds. Thanks, Kate. I can't believe the, le- the time has finally come for me to reach out to you. I met Kat and several other podcast legends on the first night at my very first con ever, Herp Division Expo in Anaheim. I didn't know anyone at the con, not even through the magic of social media. I started chatting with other Kat <laughs> in the line to check in Thursday evening, and she invited me to hang out with you, with your crew for dinner, etc., We ended up chilling by the hotel pool, drinking mango cart, and chatting about everything from the importance of snacks to the joys and struggles of working in post-production. Ironically, we seemed to talk about everything except the incredible show that had brought us all to that event. I felt instantly accepted despite my nerves and knew that I found exactly the kind of people I had always hoped to meet at an HerbCon. Thank you for making me feel welcome and for keeping me from making a fool of myself as I stared in disbelief when Kat and Tamara arrived to check into their rooms. (laughs) That evening, Kat and Anne provided me with a whole list of podcast recommendations, including the Why Not podcast, Herbology, and This Herper Life. However, I decided to start with Snop, and I couldn't be more grateful that I did. Good choice. I started listening shortly after the con, and as of today, I have listened <gasps> to your entire Whoa. back catalog of episodes. You got to be sick of our voices. Welcome the, to the sheer club. amount of nerdy joy, passion, <laughs> and love in this podcast has been inspiring and got me through my move from Southern California out to Houston, where I just started working on my master's in marriage and family awesome. therapy. Awesome. Wow. Welcome so, to Texas. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing so much of your time with all of us crazy snob tarts <laughs> and creating a space where I know I can always come to feel seen and understood, even though I know none of you can actually see me. <laughs> LOL. With so love, think- Kate. Uh, and Kate so put her sweet. handle on there at Purgatory Sticks, which is with S T Y X. P.S. I've included for your viewing pleasure some pics of my lovely pups Zoe, Siberian Husky, and Kaya, Tan Husky mix. My first attempt at cosplay and my photo op <laughs> with Caparel, where she literally <laughs> let me handcuff us together. P.P. Yes, I would be more than happy to eat Kat's share of all candy corn mm. offerings in the future. Excellent. I'll gladly save you from that dreadful fate. Thank you. You got to get them away from I'm us gonna first. Take, I'm going to take that as Kate is a huge candy corn fan. That's yeah, what I'm getting out of that. It seems like it. It seems like it. So here um, are the pictures of this pup. Those are some good looking pups. dogs. Oh, my gosh. They are Very beautiful. looking dogs. Beautiful husky and husky mix. Oh, my gosh. Look the little scarf. Oh, little so ears. cute. Oh, my goodness. That's a Cute. Looking good in the cosplay. That's, dog. Yeah, it's pretty good for your the first cos- time. Yeah, the cosplay Kate. is on point. Hundred percent. That is awesome. Uh, uh, Kate is wearing the. It's a Nicole sheriff uniform, or from the sheriff's department. I, uh, I wish uh, it's a season two. I think it's a season two. You're the one who don't cap. Yeah, you're I'm there. Gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's it's season two. Yeah. Okay, and then there is the <laughs> lovely picture of uh, the two of them together with Caparel, so cute. handcuffed together. Definitely handcuffed. Cat has a very cute, well, you know, sl- very shy look on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cat, I have placed the keys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So yeah, that's so cool. 
That's great. Thank you so much, Kate. It was so, it was great meeting you. And I'm glad you felt welcomed into our little crew of idiots. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully we can see you at another con sometime. Please write us anytime. Please. This is great. We love to hear from you and and everyone. So lots of fun. Man, hope they have another ERP. Well, they have the EDE next year. It's happening, yeah, in yeah. July. Yeah. Uh, but there'll be more. There's, there's no way. There's there's too much erping to be done. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I have an email from Beck. Uh-huh. Beck writes, hey, nerds. Hey, Beck. Hey, hey Beck. No, come on. Did Wendy, are you even here? What are you doing? Lose? Wendy, are you I, look, watching football? I got a text for, no, the cat thing. I got a text from our volunteer at the cat thing that I was trying to figure out what was going on. I'm back. Okay. Let's start over. Sorry. Okay. It was a cat thing. You know I'm on call. Okay. Do it again. <laughs> cat call. Cat All right. rescue um, call. Yeah. Beck says, hey, nerds. Hey, hey Beck. Tara, last week you said something on this podcast that for some reason I just can't get over. I know there are differences between our two nations. <laughs> Just like last week, I tripped up Wendy because I said lollies instead of candy. And usually I can just let it slide, but not this. Traffic circles? Traffic circles. You guys call roundabouts traffic roundabouts. circles? I know. I don't know why this is getting to me. I literally yelled, what? <laughs> While listening and had to pause the podcast to try to Wait, take it in. who called them traffic circles? They are roundabouts. Do we actually I guess think I traffic did. circles? I think Tara, Tara said traffic circles. They're roundabouts. Whoa. Uh, Beck continues, traffic circles. So strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we just went right along with it. So <laughs> I know. We're, I we're, we're, we're guilty. We should have called it. Called it. So I've officially finished on my at my shitty job, and it feels Ooh. so good. Congratulations. My bro squad came through with the goods again. <laughs> they took me out to lunch at a pub and shouted, and shouted beer and food. Okay. They gave me a box of chocolates, Aww. box of chocolates and flowers, and then took me bowling. Wow. <laughs> it was so much fun. When I finished up my last shift, all I got from the boss was a firm handshake and a thank you for all your hard work. No worries, buddy. I just spent the last 16 years there working my ass off for you, so I really appreciate the handshake. Yikes. While I'm worked up, there's something else that has really been pissing me off. Oh, boy. What the hell is wrong with fantasy fanboys? Word. Seriously. They're fans of fantasy worlds. They can sit there and watch a movie and believe in elves and dragons and Jedis and aliens and mermaids, but they can't handle someone who's black. I just Mm -hmm. don't understand. Isn't it more believable to run into them than an actual elf? (laughs) It makes me so mad. I can't wait for The Little Mermaid. I love Disney, but it's all anyone can talk about. It had like 1.5 million dislikes right out the gate. People need to grow the hell up. Okay, rant over. Sorry to steal your spot, Wendy. Love you guys. <laughs> Beck. And of course, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. It's probably the number of people that ranted about the Little Mermaid trailer and didn't like it just because she is black. Who, if that wasn't the case, like they would have cared less about the Little Mermaid. Like I can't right. imagine the people that are exactly. negatively reviewing the trailer. It's not like they were excited about the Little Mermaid live right. action remake right. and like, oh, you ruined the Little Mermaid for me. It's like, no. They probably wouldn't have even paid it a bit of attention if it wasn't for this, but they're just going ruined on to negatively. Uh, Get yeah. a life. Were you that ruined it for you. You can't appreciate. You can't appreciate about it in the first place. I yeah, mean, you can't not. appreciate two different takes. You don't have to love both both of them. You know. No. 
It's kind of it's expanding to a wider audience. (laughs) Right. It's not a real thing. Right. And all right, big tough fanboy. Like, are you that into the little mermaid? (laughs) Huge. I mean, was that really it's it's not like they recast um, I don't know what like some Keanu Reeves in the Matrix is a you know, it's like (laughs) I don't know. It was the little mermaid. Like, why were were you invested in that to begin with? Or is it just yeah. now that you have something to hate? So but you're it goes. Go out on a- I mean, yeah, with the Little Mermaid, but there, yeah, there's so much, especially with Lord of the Rings, right. Rings of Power right now. It's freaking ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like, God, God forbid, there's people of on. color. I believe oh there's God. dwarves and hobbits and elves with ears, but I don't know these. The, the yeah, people of color. Know, that the, just, if their skin really is a little darker, world. that can't possibly be right. I mean, right. we all know Lord of the Rings is historical uh, archive. So accurate. Jesus. <laughs> Think you think you seen all of the whole world? <laughs> they think they Middle yeah. Earth's on. Come on, Middle Why? Earth is just one small part of this bigger world. That's true. Get over it, Jesus. <laughs> Hair's rant starting up now. Hair's fired up. That. Fired up. Just ugh. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Let's let's move on to an AK email. Okay. To calm us down. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Ah, Captain, you read out one of mine. I'm touched. <laughs> Traffic circles? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, no. That sounds go. so funny. They're roundabouts, which now that I pause to think about it, is kind of an unlikely and childish name for a serious traffic device. No, it's roundabouts. I love it. It's very British. Uh, message well, board. You know, mm-hmm. and I think on our maps, like if you're using like Google Maps here and you're coming up. Okay, I can only think of one roundabout in the greater LA area that's like substantial and that's in Long Beach. And it's mm. literally called like Traffic Circle Drive or something. Like uh and when you go and you're listening on the maps, it'll say, you know, take the first right at the Traffic Circle. Doesn't call it roundabout. Well, but I think the round I mean, I just going with what what they're called here. What I I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. I mean, they're, they're also they're, they're definitely called roundabouts here, but that's definitely. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. All right, message board moment. Sorry, Mish, that's my bad. I totally should have realized you'd be here for the morally ambiguous badass magic milf getting all subtextual <laughs> with the ingenue in, ingenue in Fort Salem. Totally feeling the Talder vibe. I mean, I feel especially bad about that slip since I'm mid reread of Harrow the Ninth waiting with bated breath for Nona the ninth to drop through my letterbox. And I probably wouldn't have picked up Gideon the ninth if you hadn't given me that extra nudge. Mm. So I owe you one and for the shove towards the expanse, which was totally epic. Now there's a MILF. Avasarla forever. Nope. No, I don't no. think that's right. I don't know. Avasarla. Avasarala? I don't know. Okay. okay. That's a message. I don't have to understand it. It's between AK and Mish. It's not for us. Right. No, okay. No. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Then back to us. <laughs> no luck finding candy corn so far. Whether that's good luck or poor luck depends on your point of view, I guess. What? Fuck ton is a recognized unit of measurement. A quick goog will inform you, a <laughs> goog, that there are 66 shitloads to the fuck ton. <laughs> 67 to the metric <laughs> I really enjoyed the rest of a league of our own um a league of our po wait what a league of their own the letters yeah. there's a lot of letters a lotto a lotto, loved your yeah, a lotto. 
But I have to tell you, even after watching the entire thing, I still didn't notice the effects even once. And I was actively trying to. (laughs) But I dare say if they were faking lobbing a rugby ball around, I would have been very aware of it. Fair enough. I had the time off. I'm all cut up. Loved everything everywhere all at once. That was completely mental. What a wild ride. Mm-hmm. We were still reeling from that in a good way when we heard about the queen. Mm. It feels very odd to be emailing you at a time of national mourning. Mm. Everything media is terribly somber here right now. People aren't so much, but the 24-hour news cycle is in deep mourning. Mm. We appear to have reached peak Britishness, though. There's a queue <laughs> five miles long in central London of all of people politely waiting, shuffling along at point one miles per hour for 15 hours or so to have a few seconds alongside the coffin, including but, David Beckham, who including David the Beckham. The and he was very dapper doing it, mm-hmm. uh, which many people had a little arrival, cap on cute little cap. Uh, it's a little rough, actually. <laughs> he was alive for a long time. I think he's hot. Everybody's in line. You, I mean, he's always hot. doesn't matter how, how, uh, anyway, let's talk about the <laughs> Anyway, uh, which many people on arrival seem confused about what they want to do with. It's a queue so epic you can see it from space, and people are being wow. polite and friendly as they would. This is Britain. Note, that's why I love Britain. Yeah. Uh, if there are two things we do well, we're combining them right now, queuing and pomp and ceremony. I mean, <laughs> yeah, have you man. seen those hats? And how many, many miles of, what is this, Aguilette? Oh, boy, that's a new one. Good luck. I'll have to Google Goog it. Uh, who on earth are all these those apparently important people? It's all very... Words actually fail me. Impressive, insane, <laughs> traditional, shiny. Sorry, dudes. Strange times. Back to normal next week. Take it easy. P.S. Kamikaze squirrel attack? Oh, Captain. <laughs> you know I love a good tag. Yeah, that squirrel. I half I half expected to go outside after the podcast and find it like laying there. Yeah. But it was it was fine. They're okay. frolicking. Yeah. Good. Oh, resilient. Oh, Aguilera, those little braided loops that hang on the military. Oh, cool. Oh. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of that coverage. My wife and I are mildly obsessed. So it's oh, we get it. You're day. married, Kat. <laughs> Again, always, every week. Ugh. That wasn't the point of that story. Anyway, we'll be getting, my wife and I, who I'm, in, who I'm married to, uh, mm. we'll be getting up early on Sunday to watch the actual funeral. Well, anyway. I'll be watching it because here's what they're doing at NBC. So it starts at like 2.30 in the morning mm. and then they're going to go to about five and then they're going to take a break for a couple hours while the processionals just driving around mm. and then pick it back up. But it basically means I have to be sitting there like, when do we start? Are we starting right at five? Are they going to get out early? Are they going to get out late? Do we collapse our show? Blah, 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 blah. So it just makes it a little extra stressful I see. trying to do my show. It's like, just don't cut away. People don't need our stupid news. Just keep on the processional yeah. give us the freaking morning off anyway I'll tell you what i'll be watching it on your way into work that day just go by taco bell <laughs> <Give my stupid pizza. laughs> do they start pizza. serving them that early are they open that early i don't know I some of them are the they morning. might still be no i think some of them are like open still overnight for, yeah yeah for that 24 time. Hour. that's true it's the drunk Pe- hangover exactly people stop. people need their marginally tasteful tasty uh, mexican food you know what i've realized is the most convenient fast food place for me to go to is city walk they have a taco bell there and i went up there the oh. other day it's because they have free parking it's right by work drive up if i can find right. a good spot it's right there by the parking garage i park in go up get some fast food and go home there's there you go. that's like the closest easiest option which is crazy no but they have a taco bell so we'll see if they have the pizza there mexican pizza right. unless they don't serve it because it's like a lesser menu but i can well, definitely check it good luck let us know keep us posted 
I'll try to get one somewhere because now I feel like I have to. Now it just sounds delicious again, and I want it for lunch I know, again I today. Want, I'm kind of <laughs> hankering for a Mexican pizza. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. All right. Well, we've got some episodes from A League of Their Own, Ooh. the final two episodes to go over. Oh, boy. Uh, episodes seven and eight. So we're going to do our sort of deep dive into these. Um, helping us keep on track are our trusty recaps from Autostraddle. Thanks. Thank you, Autostraddle. So, Your using this as a general guide. Yeah, they are really funny. Um, so, you know, this is coming after the whole raid on the bar, mm. on the gay bar. Mm -hmm. And so we don't really know what happened to Joe. Carson's kind of, you know, trying to reassure everyone. I'm sure Joe's fine. I'm sure she just went home with that with that girl she met at the bar, right? 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 Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Greta's like, are you freaking kidding me? Um, yeah, it's not like Joe to miss her curfew, especially after a bar raid. Come on. It's <laughs> not like she just, like, missed it. Nothing big happened, right? Exactly. So all of a sudden, there are some folks at the door. In comes Joe with some police officers. Oh, boy. She's all beat up. She's literally hobbling around. Yeah. Um, and it's, a you know, a big thing. So Sarge says, you know, you got basically you have 10 minutes to pack your things. Mm. She's not being kicked out of the league. No, but she's actually being traded. So she is one of the people being traded. And basically that's kind of a, a mercy because, right, like, you know, they could have easily they could have easily kicked mm -hmm. her out and thrown her in jail at that time period but since right she's so good they're probably like they, they just right. want to get her out of that to kind of pull some strings get her out of where she you know because she's going to be in the the local papers you know mm -hmm. and all that so well, they got to think what so thanks wrong, to sarge but, she kept her uh, out of her, she paid her she, own sarge paid out of her own pocket to oh. keep her name out of the papers so sarge okay. is really sort of the silent mvp okay uh, all right i guess i'll just recognize her i think there was just a line about them you know she'll be no well, one they around made a here comment for that about, and that's something about because that woman she was found with is in this town so they're like just get her out of this town right woman new mm -hmm. team yeah right um yeah because they usually print those names to quote keep the public safe mm -hmm. from those queers surely so worried about <laughs> gonna be spreading the queerness <laughs> um <laughs> so of course Shirley's there looking all judgmental like mm -hmm, I, I knew it knew it exactly yeah yeah so you know everybody's watching it's a very sad moment of you know joe having to hobble through the house going upstairs and, and greta says you know okay i can be packed in 10 minutes too i can let's go let's get out of here screw the trade screw baseball let's go you know we can we can go have one of another one of our adventures joe's like um no like no you got me into this i'm a freaking baseball player and yeah. i am good i'm mm -hmm. a star I'm not going to follow you again. You have, you know, you've done enough. Greta always and, wants to run away from the problems. Yeah. And Joe's and like, no, you, no, we're staying. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to face this. I'm going to go play my ass off on a different team. And, you know, I, you don't get to just use this as another excuse to, to run away. Yeah. So she kind of, she puts her in her, her place. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good scene. You know, because basically like was trying to be for like, look, this has gone really bad. But she was willing to walk away from everything, too, to be with her friend and help her friend get away from it. But, you know, Joe's like, no, we're not doing it this time. So but Greta was trying to be a good friend. 
But in Joe, her way. Joe has found her place. Way. This is where Joe belongs. Right. She no, feels like well, she's, I think she's that- her own person here. Greta, no, I think, and I think Joe. Good for Joe for I doing think, that too. I think Joe nails it when she says something along the lines of like, basically, you don't want to be alone. You just don't want to be mm. alone. Mm. And it kind of comes down. to Greta's not doing this out of the kindness of her heart. She, she, she knows if Joe leaves, she's going to be alone to some yeah. degree in that house. She's losing her best buddy that's always followed her around. Exactly. So her sidekick. Yes, she loves Joe and they're they're friends. That's genuine. But there is that underlying, you know, well. We have to go together, right? We can't, can't possibly stay apart because that means I'm alone. And so Joe mentions that as well. Like, no, I'm gonna go off. I don't care if you're alone at this point. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I got my own life. So, you know, then Carson and Greta, you know, they're kind of they have a some issues to to hammer out because you know there was some concern about going to that bar so Carson is begging for forgiveness and now you know Greta is upset Joe is gone um you know that was her family really and now she's not going to have that anymore um so basically they are, at, at one point Carson is, is summoned downstairs <laughs> um so things have all shit has hit the fan but Carson has a guest. <laughs> Good news. Great news. You're you're you got all, something great amidst all this chaos. Your husband Charlie's here. <laughs> Just what she always wanted. Yay. Yeah. Charlie's there. He's come to support her. And he's got some bad timing. <laughs> oh, wow. most of the girls are Charlie. like, "Oh, her husband's here. How sweet." And then some other girls are like, "Uh-oh." Oh mm-hmm. boy. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Oh, this will be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Max has just had her, you know, her first little queer party going on. So she's waking up in her cute little outfit. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. I love that people are just all passed out on the floor. Yeah. This is <laughs> so funny. Just... I haven't been to a party like that in a long time. <laughs> you just find a place on the floor. That's oh, so good. Um, so she wakes up. She's got a, you know, like a lip print on her cheek. Um, she wakes up and she is feeling good. She's like, oh, man, you know, kind of trying to think of like, who was that girl? <laughs> so she's asking Gracie. She's asking Birdie, you know, you know who that that girl was? And Birdie's like, and Gracie's like, oh, I don't know. But they are on a quest and they come up with all these great plans to try to figure out who this person was that Max, you know, was really digging. Um well, and Max S. said, well, all we know, S. yeah, that is that maybe S. all I know is S, right? So we don't know what that means. Um, but so one person on the floor, when Gracie says, hey, or <laughs> Gracie, we're like, okay, y'all, who, wake up, wake up. <laughs> Does anybody know that person S, you know, that was, uh, that, you know, that Max was dancing with? And there was <laughs> someone from the floor, uh, yeah. She'll be at the game later. God, the all-star game. Like, stop yelling. Um, so at least they get that, that this S will be at the Red Rights all-star baseball game, which is happening later. So Max and Clance, they go to the factory. Um, they're walking around. There's a lot of hubbub, a lot of, you know, fun festival type stuff because of this baseball game. The Red Rights all-star, the, the all-stars are what they call it. And I guess Red Wright was a former baseball player in the Negro Baseball League. And so now he has, he's a coach of this team. And they're kind of this exhibition team 
I kind of think of like what the globe trotters. Yeah. Kinda, like, yeah. They, so they kind of go around and they play these exhibition matches. And today they are in town to play the screws, which is, you know, the <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> the I team, will never get tired of that name. Yeah. The team that, you know, Max totally embarrassed herself, you know, quote, trying out for. So they go to the factory, um, Clance and Max, and they're just kind of, you know, looking around thinking, all right, maybe this person's here. Of course, Clance doesn't, or yeah, Clance doesn't have any idea who she's really looking for. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of fun to be had there. Uh, and from across the way there, uh, Max sees a person in the baseball uniform <laughs> and the person turns around and guess who it is? S. Any guesses? It's S. <laughs> oh, it's S. A.K.A. Known as Esther. 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 Okay. Meet okay. Esther. And Max is like, what the hell? So she's found the person that she's been trying to find. But, oh, shit. She's living the life Max wishes she had. Yeah. So now she kind of has a little tinge of jealousy going on already. Mm-hmm. And Esther, Esther is not helping us. Like, she's just like, hey, I'm here. I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, Esther was kind of a jerk. She kind of was a jerk. Yeah, like, you're cute, but not that cute. Like, you're fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. But I'm a baseball player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Max was like, oh, hell, I'm a baseball player, too. Somebody throw me a ball. So, of course, she gets the ball. (laughs) She just, like, freaks out. To show everybody, <laughs> she just gives the ball. She just like throws it. She just throws it, and I guess it's like, wow, look how far she can throw. That automatically means she's an excellent pitcher. Way to play it cool, Max. Yes. Yeah, so totally, she has a moment that she probably wishes <laughs> she, she could get back. Freaks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, not going well. I thought they were done at this point. I'm like, well, that that ended. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, dang, okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, and Esther really digs it in. She's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a real pitcher. That was cute, but I'm a real pitcher. So Max is like, "Mm, "Ah," you know, she's like, all right, we got to go. So she just has to run away. Um, (laughs) And, you know, they're they're leaving. And, you know, she basically, she's kind of like in this moment. She's like, you know what, Clance, you know, just so you know, I am hanging out with Birdie. And she's not a freak. He, Uncle Bert. He's not a freak. Yes. Yep. And Clance is like, whoa, whoa. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> like, kind of like, let me take uh, this in a second. Like, and ask yeah. Clance where, to stop calling him a freak, you know? Yeah. And he's kind of saying, you, right. Eh, maybe like a little, little like Bert. Right. And so they have a really nice moment. Um, and, you know, Clance is kind of trying to encourage max not to give up you know like don't give up i know because they kind of have this nice exchange like on a scale of one to ten like how hard was that for you (laughs) how terrible was that what just happened in that factory max is like it was pretty terrible pretty hard you know (laughs) like i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty bad about it um you know but they she just really says basically i support you but i want i don't want you to give up on what you love and there's a really nice line you know, just saying, you know, you're my best friend. I, I'm always going to worry about you because you're mine. Aww. And that just really got Lance me. Lance is because you're mine. I love oh, Lance. Lance. That's exactly how I feel about my best friends. So, um, meanwhile, back at 
at the Rockford house um, Carson has left. And she is like, well, actually, she's still there with Charlie. Moved in with Charlie. Yeah. She's like, you know what? Well, she basically says, Charlie, can we get out of here? I'm going to get out of here. You know, basically, I just just really need to be um, uh, alone with you, a.k.a. away from this space right now. Um, So she goes back to Charlie's hotel um, talks of kind of about, hey, you know, what's been going on. Um, she's just really, like, really all kind of all up on Charlie climbing that tree. Um, <laughs> really. Climbing the Charlie tree. <laughs> wanting to, you know, to get get closer quickly mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They have some nice moments. Charlie seems like an okay guy. He's nice He's enough. not a dick. Fine. Like, he's no. not. Like, he's... No. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't make him that, you know? Yeah, yes. I am too. a legit choice. And I think it is a very important decision that they made to not make him a dick. Exactly. They made him nice, funny, supportive. supportive. You can yeah. exactly see why they would work together. Mm-hmm. And... I think it was important that they didn't make Carson's character, quote, the man hater or that, right. you know, like there's something so wrong with this man or men in general that like that's driving her to right. do because there's a lot of different experiences and, you know, why someone would want to be with the woman or also be, want to be with a woman that maybe that's part of what Carson is trying to figure out, too. Like, you know, I don't hate like she even talked with Max about before. I don't hate being with Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not grossed out even about the sexual part like in the same way that max was you know it just there's a lot of different ways to look at it and i'm i'm glad that they made that decision because they could have very easily made him at any point like oh well i don't want you playing baseball he was like a real person and had real concerns like well when are we gonna have kids and when are we you know but it kind of came down to okay we can, you know, right now do, I want you to do what you love and was very supportive about it. Yeah, so it's, it makes it harder for Carson. Yes. Him, him being cool. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think it, I think it helped is going to help her eventually come to, to the right decision for like the, for like the right reasons, as far as being with Greta in particular, it's right. like, is someone just driving you. That's so bad. Just driving you really to almost anyone. Or right. is that the person that you want to be with you know like that that one person you're being driven towards so um i just thought it was really nice choice um and then during that scene charlie's like all right i really gotta hit the shower um and carson kind of starts putting away his things and finds that he actually has the letter with him Mm -hmm. the letter that she was writing in episode one Uh and she's like so he comes out of the shower and he's like what the hell, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I thought you didn't have this, you know, what's going on. They have a little bit of a, a little, a fight and lots of things are said. And again, you're like, Oh, here comes, he's going to be a real dick, you know? Yeah. But he's not <laughs> again. They kind of have a, an exchange and then go of a lot of their feelings that they're both having. Um, and ultimately, he understands and is <laughs> wants her to stay and play baseball. Okay, so um, then we have <laughs> Maybell. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, got to backtrack. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so Greta's gone missing. So Carson has gotten a phone call. Greta's not there. Nobody knows where she went. 
Um, so she's got to go deal with this now and figure out why Greta's gone. Um, so she's got to rush to the train station where she sees Greta. She's sitting on a bench. She's got all her luggage packed and she is waiting to leave. Mm-hmm. Carson's like, no, look, this goes beyond you and me. This goes beyond you and Joe. This like we all need you like we need you. We need you to be here. We have no chance without you like you. We need you to stay with us. So, you know, just give us a couple more weeks. Give us a couple more weeks. Just please stay with us. So Greta decides to stay. I just have to say how big of her. Okay. I mean, Greta's fine. I don't, you know, (laughs) I'm just going to say it. Greta, I see some problematic behaviors with Greta. Mm, a little uh it's funny because through the whole show my wife leah who i am married to Mm -hmm. she's like i don't yeah i don't trust greta yeah from the very beginning leah's like oh no she's just not there's something about her that leah did not trust like she wasn't genuinely interested Well, it's just even her first interaction with carson where she's like this is like yeah i knew it walks off i mean right right she's she's teasing her and playing her and not in a fun way yeah sometimes it's fun but not not she's when you get to games. a point. Right. She's playing games. Don't like it. And yeah. So, you know, and there's definitely a sense of selfishness because there, again, she was about to run and leave her whole team. And then mm-hmm. she was also wanted to take Joe away from, I mean, whether again, I don't think these are malicious. She has a malicious intent, but she has some things she needs to work through as well. Um, so... Then we go, uh, you know, every there's lots of things happening with all the peaches in this episode. So can I just say I like watching like Este and Lupe and Jess and Sh- like I like watching all of them yeah. pretty much as yeah. much as the main characters. Like this they're whole great. thing where they're going off to find yeah. Este. Like I just they crack me up too. Like I like all these supporting characters. Right. Because Este has also gone. Yeah. Everybody's running away. <laughs> so and Lupe's like, oh shit no oh well yeah and so her and jess go off to find uh, sd and so they're kind of going around town they finally spot her at the train station in a really funny scene like the road runner sd's like i'm out of here and it's really funny <laughs> she, she bolts so. <laughs> very fast <laughs> so, yes it was really funny um so they get her back to the car uh yeah they're in sarge's uh car and it's, it's pretty funny um and they let her one condition to go with them is that they let her drive. So as she is driving, she's not good. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so they're definitely something definitely going to go wrong with that. And it does. They they pop a tire <laughs> and just, you know, goes to check it out. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh, you know, uh, we don't got the tire. I'm going to have to go go get another one. I need to get some tools. <laughs> so Lupe and Esty are left together and. You know, as the uh, the last couple episodes, there's been a lot of tension between them. Kind of, mm-hmm. they're they're the only ones that can essentially communicate together in the same language, but they're not really communicating, right? Right. Oh, wow. yeah. You see what I not really see what I did there. Nice, really well. Done. And so that's even more frustrating, especially for Essie, because you know she's she's all that she she has. At least Lupe can speak English and has can have these other connections. So, um. It's very difficult for her. Yeah. Esty said, you know, I thought you were answering my prayers. There's someone yeah. here that I could talk to and I wouldn't be lonely. But yeah, said, you're, you've been the meanest one of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're the worst. Find out why. <laughs> yeah. So 
um, they have some time, some alone time together to, to process their feelings. And <laughs> they have a chat. And basically, Lupe's feeling pretty crappy about herself. And she, she admits that when she was about Esty's age, she had a daughter. And the daughter was taken from her, or she says, well, you know, maybe, you know, I, I gave her up. You know, she, she couldn't, didn't feel she could give her the life that, that she needed. And so she feels, you know, when I, when I look at you, I'm so reminded of, of my daughter in that moment. And so mm -hmm. it's very difficult for me. Um, and it really, you know, it breaks her heart. So, and with that, um, of course, SD gives her a big hug it's a really sweet moment and you know there's an understanding between them and you know lupe is gonna try a little harder to be a better <laughs> friend and and you know and mentor to her because Esty's like 17 or something too she's very she's young, young and, yeah she's, yeah, she's like the youngest on the team um she was basically brought here uh you know alone to to play on this team so then Jess comes back. She's all smooth. She's got a couple of Cokes. She's handing them out. And uh, she pops that tire. And oh, they, they go up in the back. And Lupe realizes there's been a freaking tire in the back the whole time. <laughs> Jess has played them like a fiddle. Jess is wise. To Jess get them to have cool. some alone time. Yeah. So good. So back at the Peach's house, Carson is putting together a little pep talk that her and Charlie concocted. Um, Charlie's like, yeah, do you know, just try this uh, with good intentions, right? But it does not go over very well. And of course, Greta's like, ugh, I roll. Like, of course, Charlie told you to do this kind <laughs> of speech. This isn't you at all. Um, and, you know, they have another little issue going Tiff. on there. Like, you're making, you know, you're not being yourself. See, you're not yourself when you're around him. And it's like, okay, Greta, you were just trying to leave. Okay, Greta, <laughs> you don't know how hard it is. It's Come lot, on. Mm -hmm. You're going to, on one interact. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Very judgy. Uh, so then Max. Oh, Max. I got to put together. <laughs> you know, I know Wait. we have a list of the sexiest scenes. What? Hold on. What? Before we go back to Max, though, uh, we've oh, yeah. that uh, Shirley has found mm. letters and says, oh. I know about you to Carson. She realizes Carson's a gay. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Because before Greta leaves, women. she puts a note in her, yeah. what was that, her book or something. <clears throat> yeah. And there was some kind of offline at the station. She was like, I left you that letter yeah. in the book. But what really, letter? Carson Shirley never got that. found the letter. Mm. Mm. Shirley uh -uh. is freaking out now. And then we go to Max. Yeah. Bum, so bum, then bum. Max, I'm putting, you know, I know we have the, the list of the sexiest scenes in the show, but I'm going to put together a list of Max's best apologies <laughs> and why we all need to take a page from Max's book. So we all have, we're all going to have our freak outs and things we say wrong, but boy, does a good apology go a long way. Mm -hmm. So before the game, Max, now calm down and not in full freakout mode, goes up to Esther <laughs> and again, she apologizes for, you know, taking the ball and hurling it through the in the middle of the crowd and being a total, you know, just cool. crazy out of control out of yeah. her just all over the place. You know, yeah. like we've all been there. Right. Where we're like, oh, I wish I could have that moment back. <laughs> never. I've never. Had <laughs> but Esther is like, look, I get it. I'm 
in a very rare position, a position you want to be in. And, and I get where you are. And Max is like, look, I tried to shoot my shot. I thought I was going to do it, but I failed. And I'm I not. I choked. Ugh. And I know I can't get that moment back, but I shouldn't. It doesn't mean that I should be less happy for you, you know, that you got that you're here. And I'm basically just it's nice to to see someone that looks like me up there, you know, a woman that's able to go and do this. So, you know, she's going to be supportive, <laughs> even though it's still it's still hard for her. Um, So Esther's up there. Max is like, damn, Esther's good. OK, so. They play the game. Clearly, they're kicking the screw's ass. Then towards well, the end of the game, trying to it's like, like the game set up. They're supposed to let the screws win. Well, too. yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. But pitch, like pitch them to hit so that screws can get hits. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, at the end, like they're doing yeah. so well that then Red, Coach Red, right, goes over and tells Esther, like, "Hey, yeah. all right, pitch to hit. Dials the time. We got to dial yeah. it back." So then all of you know Esther's pitches that were flying by him. Now everybody's hitting off of her. And it's kind of like, man, so up in the crowd, they're like, oh, man, screw this. Because, you know, they're doing this again. They do this for the last five Mm -hmm. years. All of a sudden, the screws come back to win it. (laughs) And Max is like, what? That's not cool. (laughs) So, uh, you know, there is an issue with that. And there is kind of this moment um, between Esther and Max kind of like, oh, man, that, you know, that sucks for you. You're having to throw the game, essentially. Yeah. So then Esther goes, she's about to throw another presumably terrible pitch. And she's like, oh, 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 my arm. My arm. Can't even lift this baseball. It's like a wet noodle now. Oh, no. She's like, oh, no. And then, you know, (laughs) but she's their only pitcher, apparently. So Red's got to come out there. And she's like, oh, oh, can't possibly go on. You're gonna have to put. Yeah, you know I like what? how they have to get that random girl from the girl. stands. No <laughs> yeah, one else on the pitch. team. No, no, no girl. No. On and the Red's stand. like, "Are you sure?" I guess he's kind of like, "Well, f it, we're trying to lose anyway." True. True. <laughs> yeah, can't get worse. She's like, yes. So Max is really funny moment. She's like, "What? Is she pointing at me? Is she pointing at me?" <laughs> Glint is like, "Yes, oh, yes, get oh, out of there." <laughs> uh, yeah. So she gets out there. She runs out. She's gonna have her moment she's in her jeans and her loafer like she's not You're a she little her uniform she has to borrow with the glove for <laughs> yeah we're, we're all a little nervous for her at this point yeah. like, oh shit well i felt Here like we if, if she messed up this time i'd be like where is this show going with her <laughs> right like, yeah, she's not this good is, this she's is not cruel. good this can't is keep cruel. watching her do this <laughs> uh but she doesn't she does not choke she does great she goes against Red's wishes and does not pitch to hit. She pitches to win and they do. So it's the crowd gets really into it because they know that she's going, she's going for it. Um, Yeah. She's in her little loafers. That was pretty funny. So after the game, which they win um, her and Esther have a nice little conversation, you know, uh, about how happy she is for her. And they even have, a kiss right there at the barbecue, the team Whoa. barbecue. A little weird. 
Hi, kind of in the background, but still. Right. No, the, still. the way it's I shot is like they're kissing. There's people probably yes. like 20 feet past, like going back. They're not like hidden very yeah. well. Maybe not, not Esther, maybe Esther's no. world, like she lives in a world where it's, eh, maybe your uh, team knows about I don't, her. No. I don't think so. I don't no. <laughs> they could have hidden them a little better then. Yeah. The, yeah. That was, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Um. So Red comes over and Max is like, shit. Oh, God. Oh, he's going to be so pissed. And she's worried even that maybe she'll even get Esther fired. And Esther's like, nah, I'm too good to get fired. Like, he <laughs> he needs me. So <laughs> Max comes over. Or uh, Red Wright comes over. And basically, he says, you know what? I think I can sell you guys as a double feature. You know, would you want would you want to go on the road? And that's when she kind of says, well, you know, are you sure? I don't I wouldn't want to take anything away from Esther. Uh, and he's like. Uh, no, I, I want both of you. And, you know, you got to make a decision. And Max says, yes, yes, take me now. <laughs> so, very enthusiastically, um, you know, wants to go. So finally, Max is going to get what she's always wanted. She's going to get to play baseball. She's going to get to go on the road. And she gets to kiss her new lady friend just wide out in the open. And no one in this <laughs> land will notice. Oh, totally believable. Max had a great day. That was a great day. That was a freaking great day. Not bad. Not bad for Max. Yeah. She was due a win. Well, I mean, you know, from the party, she met the, she found the girl. The girl was kind of mean, but then it was all good. It worked out. Boy. Boy. These last two episodes were freaking jam-packed. They packed a lot. A lot happened. a lot. Right. We move on to the season finale of season one of Aaliyah Their Own. Because there better be a season two. This show has oh, earned a season two. I hope so. We'll just call it the, uh, you know, it's the, the the season, baseball season. Then we'll come back for another baseball season. There you go. But it's not looking good for the Peaches. They're in the, they're in the championship. I mean, there's literally four teams in the league. Two teams make the championship. So it's Is odds are good. Four? I think there's only four at this point. The league expanded. But I think the first uh, year of the league, there were four teams. Right. Cause remember and then they got the, more teams. The, we saw the uniforms that one, mm, yeah. that one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're down zero two. Mm-mm. They've already lost first two games. I mean, the other team has Joe now. So they got a big hitter. Mm, yeah. Uh, the top of the ninth, Peaches are down. Lupe's arm ain't great. The announcer's trying to get the, the team, the, the crowd revved up for the Peaches because they lose this. They're done. They're done. And then Carson stands above her team in the dugout. They're, they're about to go at the bat, and Carson gives a speech that I loved. And I watched again because it was a great <laughs> speech. She's like, there is nowhere in this world I'd rather be there right here with each and every one of you. We might come back next season, but things will never be the same as they are right now. In this moment, all of us right here, the original Rockford Peaches, never again. How do you want this to end? Show me right now. And I was mm. getting fired up. I'm like, you're right. You're never going to have that moment. You know, you think of it, any team like you might all come back next year. It might be really great. But this is your moment. This is everything that's led to this. And I was feeling the speech. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to rob the bank. <laughs> and they do. And they uh, they they win the game. So they're back. <coughs> they're back in it. Um, so, of course, because they weren't going to just going to, you know. Yeah. Lose the playoffs this fast. Come on now. Right. Now. Um, They're fighting. They're fighting. But but Carson's got to fix some things. Uh, Carson, uh, Carson, I think, realizes, you know, 
she's not she's not being this the the Carson she is when she's just with the peaches. Mm. Um, she's a different person with Charlie there. So she actually tells Charlie, you know, you need to go. He's like, oh, <laughs> back to the hotel. She's like, no, just go home. Like, I can't deal <laughs> with you being here. Um, this, and Charlie was, I feel like, taken a little aback by that. But, yeah. uh, you know. But again, he, he comes around and, and becomes supportive. Yeah, like, okay, I'll see you after away. you win these championships. You know, That's right. Very supportive. Good, supportive guy. Knows when to just go away. And then, of <laughs> just course, go away. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> can just go away. Yeah. Out of here. But good for you, Charlie. Scram. Good for you. Meanwhile, in a very sad development for me, Clance has to find a new roommate because Max is leaving. I'm like, no, Clance, you're going to be on your own, Clance. So she's got some options, but uh, <laughs> not not looking great necessarily. <laughs> this is a very funny. Scene. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Cheryl Cheryl's the one who ends up getting it, but they're all yeah. got, they're all got their little quirks. Right, um, one man is too young, attractive. Too you know? attractive. One's like, I can't feel this old every day. <laughs> Max is like, I'm going to save you from yourself. I'm going to save you right there. <laughs> no, nope, it's a no yeah. from us. <laughs> um. But and then Max, Max is now in the paper now. Max mm-hmm. is Bentonrett and the the Chicago Defender. They're all excited, like yeah, celebrity. Mm-hmm. So it's a really funny are- scene where they go to the they go to the screw factory and yeah. they're like, oh, we got the Defender celebrity. They're like in such big sunglasses and <laughs> <laughs> it was like, cool. what's the Defender? <laughs> yeah, but like, hey, never mind. Good oh yeah, when you. that when that old screw coach tries yeah. to you know maybe uh basically offers offers Max a position as like a helper, you know, can pitch uh, during practice or something, then maybe, you know, maybe we can. She's like, "Ah, I got a better offer. She don't need the screws anymore. Screw Screw you. Yeah. They're doing all right. Um, But that night she's got to go have one more hangout with her secret best buddy Carson. <laughs> tell her the good news and and uh she's she's going on the road and and um says she'd rather have five minutes of what this feels like right now than a lifetime of before like she's found herself she's found her place she's on a team she's pitching things are looking good for max i feel like on season two things aren't going to be good the whole time but right no. now let right. her enjoy it let oh. her have this moment uh, they wonder if they're ever going to see each other again, but you know what? They're going to have one more game of catch. I bet they will. Oh, yeah. That was sad to, for when they I know. Know, we see I each like other again. Their, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. I like their little connection. I yeah. like their little meetups. Great friendship. So we're back to back to the playoffs. And uh, Carson, Carson gives them a speech, like a, a meaningful little speech. Another rousing speech. Yeah, yeah, from she's in the, the book in Brooklyn. Yeah, she's in the pocket. I think we should read this one. She's like feeling it. Well, it's, it's from like, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, the book. The, the book that Greta gave her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me be something every minute of every hour of my life. Let me be cold. Let me be warm. Let me be hungry or have too much to eat. Let me be honorable or let me sin. Only let me be something every blessed minute. That is a good speech. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, it's about a tree grows out of the cement. No one waters it or pay attention to it, but it finds a way to grow. Mm. And um, 
and says basically the Sox are better and they have Joe, <laughs> but yet doesn't mean they get to win. And let's, but it might, if, if, if everything's just noise in the system, we might as well be a symphony. I heard that somewhere, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, th- I can guess where <laughs> great quote though. Great quote. So go, go at it. But then, uh, Shirley, <laughs> Shirley's got to oh, confront Carson because uh, she's one of them. Yeah. Oh, but first they, they do their whole signing of the, you know, oh, that's they're like, true. this is our they're, house. Oh, we're going to cool. sign it. They're yeah. like, if we're going to lose, it better be fucking epic. Yeah. <laughs> sign the locker that, room. And then all the peaches leave. We're left with Shirley. <laughs> oh, Shirley. Oh, Shirley. Um, so they, they kind of have this talk. Yeah, I'm one of them. But, you know, Shirley's just got to got to deal with it. Yeah. Got to realize that there's people that aren't her and, and you didn't catch the game of Shirley. You're going to be OK. But Shirley's yeah. got to Shirley's got to deal with this. Right. Um, the the she's got to deal with all her, all her other all her things other that she's got. Right. Yeah. Um, well, the peaches win. The peaches win. Uh, but Greta actually gets an offer from Madam Vivian said because yeah. madam vivian she's like yeah you're too much but so was i so am i and i have a job for you i have a place for yeah. you and i'm a fan of a bit too much That's right yeah <laughs> um and then later that night I, I thought this scene was funny carson goes to the room and shirley's eating directly out of dented cans because one of her other fears is botulism but look, <laughs> look i'm eating out of all these all these botul cans and there's no botulism i'm good so then she kisses carson and and she's like nope nope don't feel anything i'm not gay i don't either ah, i'm good i can't catch it from you hey we're gonna win i'm awesome like shirley has conquered her fears now because <laughs> you know she ate cans and getting out of cans. And there's no botulism. She kissed cars and she's not gay. It's like, oh, I'm good. All right. Mm-hmm. But Shirley mm-hmm. makes me laugh. So I'll go with it. Shirley's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's a hoot. And now she's all fired up. So we got Shirley back. Um, so, oh boy. Nothing like awkward mm. dinners. Mm-hmm. Max, Max and Clance. Yeah, this is about the, the one thing that is really not going well in Max's time well, right now with her mom. Mother daughter thing. Been you there. Mm. Mm. Ugh. Well, <laughs> they go to dinner. Thank God for Clance, though. Yeah. Clance goes with her. Um, She's the friend you really want to have to go with you to an awkward dinner. Like, seriously. If you both go in, you know it's going to be terrible, but it's like, okay, you got this person. Yeah. Well, her mom did compliment her hair. Said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she wa- she like walks out and it's like looks kind of like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And she's like, meh, look, it suits you. That's yeah. Nice. And, and-, <laughs> and they decide on a keyword, like a, a code yes. word oh, in case right. they need to both <laughs> want to like run out of the house and that code word is buffalo <laughs> <laughs> makes sense we'll just work that into the conversation by the way credit to to max's dad her mm-hmm. dad's been a you know he's great he's a great supportive hey, i think he guy. wants a baseball player daughter you know yeah um, but it's like it's not like he says he, it's not that he doesn't believe in her it's just you know he can't believe in the. He's scared for his daughter in the world. Right. He, he, he can't believe in the world. Right. right. Yeah. So like, that's right. That's that the effed sense. up place. You yeah. know. That's that a good sense. point. Holds true. Mm-hmm. Um, but mom, uh, her mom Tony does not want to talk about baseball. Anytime it comes up with her leaving, <laughs> she changes the subject. It's painful. She, yeah. Max keeps trying to painfully drive it back. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, when I'm uh, traveling on the road with my new team and then Tony's like, eh, eh, eh. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the Johnsons? What are they up to? Yeah. Hey, Clance. <laughs> Clance, how are you? Clance, how's your husband? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then mom says, come to the kitchen, Max, mm. and reads letters from uh, her mother, Max's grandma, when uh, Tony moved uh, to Chicago from the South. Mm. And Tony says, you know, she knows, she knows, moms know, moms know. She says, I've known you since you were little. You're never going to have a husband. It's like, oh boy, moms know. Um, she wanted Max. She And again, in that, in that day, she wants the best for her daughter and she's scared of what can happen if Max isn't the typical woman with a husband to take care of her kind of thing. And she wanted Max to have part of the salon, the financial independence, the freedom. But she always wants, she also wants Max to be what Tony wants Max to be, what Tony yeah. understands. Um, so it's, you know, it's a tough place. They're trying to protect you, but then they're trying to, they kind of screw you over and trying to protect you, but her mom's scared for her. And, mm. and, um, Max knows she's not going to really change her mind about things. So she basically says, thank you for everything. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes then they buffalo their ways the, out of there. They get <laughs> buffalo the buffalo, off to buffalo. Of yeah. Um, but you know, later on, she's hanging out with Uncle Bert and, um, you know, just trying to, you know, maybe, maybe I'm making it harder on myself, but Bert says, hey, following your dreams is supposed to be hard. That's, uh, that's how it is when you're going against the norm, you know, or what's mm. accepted in that day and age. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, you've got to be careful, but you can, you can make it happen and, and don't, don't keep yourself from, from being who you are and, and, uh, going to have that life and she refers to you know says you know you and esther are gonna have a great time like yeah you and esther like there's a thing she likes hearing like you and this woman and mm -hmm. the couple and so bert's birdie's being supportive and so mm -hmm. she's she's got that on her side yeah but she also kind of throws it back a little bit like like basically like don't give up on your mom a little bit yeah. just a little bit like well we see you know Bert i know it's tough it's hard for your yeah. mom to yeah she's never what i like about birdie too is that she's definitely obviously her and tony have their own conversation their own stuff right but she never like throws her mom under the bus no. she never says oh well you should just never talk to her. your mom right. again your mom will never understand just get her out of your life she's still trying to give them that space to like have a chance to work their stuff out or have some mm -hmm. kind of relationship and bird's still trying to work stuff out with tony too as we see later yeah. like there's you know they don't want it's family you know you try to yeah. work things out but then we but she could scene. very easily mm -hmm. be trying to force max right sides, oh yeah but but he exactly. never does that so no. which is nice thank thank thankfully for max that max doesn't have to deal with them hating you know i mean her mom isn't a fan of bert and Bert's life, but at least she doesn't have to deal with Bert throwing it back on her mom um, yeah. and throwing her under the bus. But we get to the scene that made me tear up, Kat, <laughs> and I, I was, I thought you would love this too as a yeah. League of Their Own film fan. They're all very strategically placed sitting on the porch. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can really see all some of sitting, their faces. Some standing. And, oh, yeah. Weird. It's very, uh, very nicely arranged group. Mm -hmm. Maybe they had just taken a photo. It, mm -hmm. you know we'll never know um <laughs> so there sarge comes out it's like hey time to go it's like the final game it winner take all and st's like the song the song can we sing so jess starts him off batter up 
hear that call. And then they all join in and sing the League of Their Own women's baseball song. And I was like, the song. I can't believe I never, never thought of them singing the song. They and, had to do the song. Oh, my God. I never even, I totally didn't even think about it. But Made you wait sing. for it. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't they? And then it's like they sing part of it and then they get to the game. They're going out and the song's still playing. And it's this this nice, sweet moment. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the song from the era, Hearts Barracuda, you know, which was known to be a big <laughs> in the 40s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then they start playing. Like I was all in, man. I was loving this. I was like, oh, this is so great. Huh? <laughs> and it's a back and forth. They're like, they're playing their best, and they're double stealing, and like Loopy and Este are on the on the bases, and they're like in Spanish. Like <laughs> one of the other the other team players are like, they're speaking in code, and like you're in Spanish, <laughs> you moron. So, but they they're able to tell each other to uh, to double steal. So they're stealing, they're winning, and um, the crowd's going nuts. Shirley's getting hits. It's a tie game. But Mm-mm. Joe LaDuca is up oh, to boy. bat for the Blue Sox. Mm. What do you think Joe LaDuca's going to do? As far as I'm just talking some shit. Well, yeah, yeah. She's she competitive, ain't. man. She's got no mercy. She's like, I'm no. going to fucking win this. Like, we're gonna, yeah, you <laughs> He's like, what? sweep the leg. Oh, well, yeah, maybe that's exactly. not a <laughs> leader. <Well>, does. <laughs> she does sweep her leg. Yeah. Her own leg. Um, but you know what? Hey, she yeah, wants to she's win. I get it. Back. But don't, don't be mad at the peaches. They didn't make you leave. Yeah, maybe like, she's a little mad that they made her go to the bar. She's kind of mean. Yeah, a little bit. But I think you guys are too soft. I think she's just playing the game. <laughs> playing the Couple game. That's how you fucking play. Here. And you know what? She backs it up because she gets home run that wins yeah. the game. Hell or yeah. will it? Because mm. as she's making the trip around the bases, she tweaks mm-hmm. her knee. And I Hell think no. it's the one that uh, she got that hurt in the bar the night of the raid. Oh, boy. So she can't walk. And they... You know, the oh, peaches well. are over there because she's like, they're like, well, hey, you know, it's our friend. She's hurt. Well, no, the- but, but first... Doesn't the home run just count anyway? You gotta well, touch add, that bag. No, you gotta touch the bags, which I didn't know was a thing. But Game apparently over. there's a rule. Dom's like, you gotta touch all the bags, and yeah, her own change. team can't help. Mm-mm. She can't even get assistance from her own team. Right. There but I guess the, the other crux. team can help because then I like the the little nod that Greta and Carson give to each other, where they're like, yeah, yeah. kind of like like I like that they don't say anything. They just kind of have this look, like yeah. They, they just like nod and give a look, knew. and they're like, yeah, we yeah. gotta help her. And even yeah. Carson's like, but they clearly won. Like it went over right. the fence. Like they, she's arguing. I like it. She's honestly, she's not like sweet. She can't walk. Kick her to the curb. We win. <laughs> right. She's Even like, no, fair is fair. Right. Wouldn't that um, be a different ending? <laughs> well, the peaches like peaches start just like converging and hugging, like with Joe. And just poor Joe's on the ground. Push Joe over. <laughs> and Joe starts trying to roll like, oh, around man. the bases. He's rolling. But she can't walk, so she'll just roll. Oh. Um, crawl, maybe drag herself. Oh, but anyway. Anyway, she doesn't have Amazing. to do that because Brad and Carson pick her up, start walking her, and she's kind of like, oh, God, like she's you can tell she's taken aback, like she's touched by their move. Yeah. And then the rest of the team joins in. So it's like all the peaches all carrying Joe around the field, touching all the bases. And then pretty great. And then like when when she finally touches home plate, then like her team takes her in and they're all celebrating. Oh, like, yeah. No, like, Hey, thanks guys for helping us. Right. right, right they're right. celebrating on their own. The peaches are just like, Meh, well, that was, 
sad but like, good for wah, Joe. Wah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that was sweet i liked it i, I mean was, it was a very I kind was... of contrived thing but i liked that at least kind of it like there was a thing like <laughs> yeah. she did hurt her knee in the raid so okay, right there but was they, that it wasn't there was a funny moment where like she touches a bag she's like ah my leg and she's like it's the knee the knee that i get hurt yeah. in the raid <laughs> that's what she, does she really <laughs> say yeah, it's, clear. Like, it's the knee the knee for the raid oh, that's okay <laughs> yeah that's it's contrived i don't care i like the yeah. moment yeah. i like the moment <laughs> she's not just super clumsy and you know uh, yeah i mean she's funny. apparently been running the bases all day but you know just hit it wrong this time mm, sure. it does Louise. Uh -oh. well. bang upstairs anyway oh uh, is it a squirrel you got squirrels in there? <laughs> giant like lion-sized squirrels apparently. oh no um <laughs> So, but then we have a surprise uh, meetup with Birdie and Tony mm. um, back together. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not a fun reunion. No, I'll say it's but, a start, though. But, yeah, it's a start. But I do like that. That a lot of it sounds like what you know Tony's problem was was that she at least she says <laughs> that she never forgave Birdie for leaving without saying goodbye. Hmm. You know, and then she for there were years where she didn't even know um, if Bertie was dead or alive. Mm -hmm. But then but then Bertie's like, yeah, but, you know, and support me. And, you know, so there's a whole lot of like I left because I wasn't like supported in being who I truly was. But so I had to leave. But then Tony's like, yeah, but you left without saying goodbye. And, uh, you know, so it's it's hmm. it's family siblings yeah. you can see a little of both said, sides unsaid yeah. yeah but i like that they at least birdie's still trying to to make contact right. birdie but didn't she, just leave and say i'm done with all you yeah and i like that tony is like you think it's about the clothes that you wear right. no it goes like far beyond right. that like it's right. so it's something completely you know you you hurt me deeply in another you know in different another way and mm. yeah i think that was important yeah and but even mourns Tony, so you keep holding on to Max as tight as you do. She's not coming back, and mm -hmm. says, you know, I just want Max to be safe. But then Bert says, for some of us, safe isn't safe. Mm -hmm. So if that wasn't a clue. Word that mm -hmm. uh, you know, Max is like me, so you better get used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but then, oh gosh, oh no, goodbye uh, between no. Max and Clance. Mm. Uh, don't leave Max. Don't. And you know what? What I one of the things I liked about this is Max tries to say, "I'm going away, but I'll be back. I'll be back. You know, I'm going to yeah. come play the season. I'm going to come back, and we're going to have our you know, be, be just like it was." And Clance is like, mm -mm, "No, this is your time. You're going to go off. You're going to do great things, and it's not going to be the same. But I'm not holding you back. Like I know this changes things, but yeah. you're living your dream. You're going to do what you want to do." And I support you, even if it means losing you a little bit. It's like, oh, God, Clance, no! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Brutal. This scene got me. They got me, me too. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's like, basically, like, don't forget about me. So, you know, got to call me. You know, you're, we'll always be best friends. And, mm -hmm. you know, she says, I know you got a new team and all. And Max just cuts her off and says, you know what? I like to play baseball. But you are my team. Yeah. Oh god. God. That's god. That got me. <laughs> like yeah, baseball is great now, but again. you it just got me you're again. The, I was like, oh no, I thought the, the other one was the good one. Oh no, you are my team. 
Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, Clan- man. Clance even made her pre-addressed, pre-addressed envelopes with stamps. Yeah. Write me. I want all the details. Oh, so Oh, goodness. And right. Max, when they get to where they're going, Max calls, calls Clance right away. And yeah, you know, I, I yeah like, and almost you think like for a second I thought, oh, has like months passed by, but no, they, it's like their first hours. hours. <laughs> I got a call. And I do like too that Max finds out like, well, we're the only two women on the team, so they're making us room together. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. what a, a bummer. Shame. That's mm-hmm. a shame. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So everything's good for now, but you know how that usually ends up going. So we'll see. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Well, the, so the peaches are celebrating their moral victory, um, but even though they lost, but, and here's another one that I loved when Sarge pulls Jess to the side and basically gives her an envelope of all the fines that she made Jess pay for <laughs> yes. wearing pants. And so they just told me I had to collect them. They didn't even tell me what I had to do with them. So here, and then even, you know, Jess is like very touched by the gesture and Sarge just gives a look. It's like, well, we have to take care of our own, don't we? So Sarge is one of those ladies. Sarge. ladies. Loving it. So, love Sarge. I love Sarge. Sarge is keeping, uh, you know, kept Joe's name out of the papers. Mm-hmm. Kept and I kept trying try to fight the trades for the peaches. So good old Sarge. She has yeah. their backs. Love I Sarge. love Sarge. Yeah. Um, but I do want to note, touch on before we go to much farther with the peaches a really nice moment mm. after that call when clance hung up with max and she walks oh, away and yeah. she says oh that's like right I'm, that was at that feel moment. like i'm lying to her oh that's right and you're like who's she talking to cut Ugh. to tony and you're like what's she lying about oh my god like you feel like oh i'm mm-hmm. lying because maybe i'm hanging out with your mom right, right? Mm-hmm. but in reality it's because we learn you know she's like I feel like I'm lying to her. And Tony says, no, you know, you're not. You're best basically we are letting her do what's best for her, right. what she needs to do right uh, now. And, you know, and and Clint says, you know, I never thought I'd, I'd be alone for this. And Tony says, you better believe I would, you, I would never let you be alone for this. Uh, oh, God. Got me again. Got me again. And, and, <laughs> and what is she? Uh, what is she? Pregnant. What is happening? Oh, She's Clint's pregnant. pregnant. Tony's going to be there for her. Oh, oh my God. It got God. me. Uh, <sighs> this episode was oh, just man. a cry fest for me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And when at the bus, I kept thinking, are they going to have Tony show up to tell Max goodbye? And then they didn't. But then I did kind of like well but then i was like okay but she's definitely there for clients which is good yeah. but like i wish yeah. you'd been there for your daughter as well but i feel right. like the fact that there. she she could have used Clance's pregnancy to manipulate her daughter into coming home absolutely and she chose right. not oh, to sure. right so yeah she, you could have encouraged certainly. Clance to tell her but she was on board with not telling her so right right i think that relationship mom. needs needs a little distance anyway you know exactly. a little exactly. even if yeah i think that's fine it was fine Back to the peaches. Back to the peaches. Well, Carson and Greta's uh, last night. They're wondering if they'll ever see each other again. And I like that Greta's kind of realistic about it. Like, yeah, someday when you're, you know, got your five kids. Like, they don't, it's almost like they don't have this realistic idea of just like, hey, we're going to have a life together. It's like, we're going to have our thing. We're going to make the most of it while we're here. But realistically, we know it's not like we're going to go be together forever. You know, I'm going to go do my thing. We'll see each other again. But who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but they, uh, of course, Maybell in- interrupts them because Maybell interrupts <laughs> people, but she's funny. I like Maybell. And they try to, they try to act like, no, oh, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Um, so we kind of do a little like cut back and forth, see how things are going with, with Max. 
Max has her all-star uniform on. Looks good. She, uh, they're about to leave her if she doesn't get on the bus. But <laughs> so she runs, she jumps on the bus, headed to a new beginning, a new woman, a new team, a new life. <laughs> Can't wait to see where that's going to go. Ah, but then if only everything could end so happily. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, Carson's running around looking for Greta, who's already like walking out for the train. Um, she uh, she stops Greta from getting in the cab. She's like, you know, come with me, come with me. Takes her around to the side of the house in the daylight where there's still people around. Right. Tons of people. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> they won't ever look to the side of the house. She's got to get one last kiss in. And, and mm-hmm. you know, Greta had told her at some point, no one gets to decide what's real with them. That we decide what's real. And, you know, Carson has to know this was real. It was real. And she's like, I'm not going to go with you to New York. But I'm also not going home to Charlie because I've just got to, like, you know, figure things out for myself. So Greta goes on her way. Carson turns around. And who's standing there having watched them kiss? God damn it. Charlie. 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 I thought you went home, Charlie. God. I bet he, you know, he probably heard they lost and he wanted to support it. Maybe he never actually went home. Yeah, I don't think I bet he, he just no, kinda no, no. just stayed away. He probably yeah, didn't go watched the game from afar mm-hmm. and then said, Oh, she's gonna need my support because they lost. But oh, he boy. got more than he expected. He did. Boy. Maybe she can convince him that that's just a baseball thing. That <laughs> that's what you do after I was consoling Greta after our yeah. loss. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hmm. So you know, there's a lot going on next year when they come back. That's yeah, they right. Set, they set it up nicely for season two. Season two. I mean, they've they've really set up a lot of interesting little, little, little. You know, you got Clance pregnant. You got Max with the team. You got Carson and Charlie. Greta's gonna go off and do what Greta does. You know, who knows? <laughs> Greta's going to New York for a good job. Is it gonna take some convincing for her to quit whatever probably lucrative job she has and go play baseball? Hmm. Will she want to come back? Right. What team will Joe be? And I've read, you know, they've talked about seasons and how the league does expand and, and people came back, but they were often on different teams. Right. And all the people we love might not be on the same team or not. Right. We might yeah. not see them. And I like how they kind of, I'm sure not deliberately, but it kind of helps manage our own expectations with Carson's rousing speech of essentially, yeah, you know, love this moment you know, there might be other seasons, there might be other seasons, but it'll never be like this first season. So enjoy right. this moment. Don't right. let that take away from it. And almost like, well, that's how it could be. And so like this season was so special, like when it we does will... come back, right. like it's constantly going to be compared to the first season and that's normal. But, you know, just being able to to live in this first season of how special this, the show was, you know, I think it, it helps manage our expectations too right of course season two people are going to be gone all the time exactly right like shit's gonna hit the fan with charlie that like honeymoon period with her and greta is over you never you don't know you don't have that first little uh, now now things are going to be more complicated for shaking up completely shaken up and that's going to be hard adjustment for everybody (laughs) but (laughs) but still we can still appreciate how great this was yeah the uh, it was a good series, you know. Go. I Great we saw those first splendid. two episodes at the screening, and 
And I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But, you know, see how good it definitely builds once you get to know the characters. And, you know, there's so many different characters at the beginning. You've got your main ones, but then you get to know the side characters. You get to know the relationships. And and uh, it, they did a really good job. And then, like, Max's story went in all those different ways that I yeah, ever expected. Unexpected, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was really good. I was Those last two episodes got me. Yeah, yeah. the last two, like, really. I mean, like, one, two, three, good. I was interested four five six i was like okay this is really good oh yeah i'm really digging this this is interesting seven and eight i was like Aww. damn whoa <laughs> coming Ugh. at you yeah coming at you hard <laughs> Ooh. yeah Great i'm show. a favorite character you end up with a favorite character i mean you can't go wrong with clance no <gasps> Ma- yeah. i think max and clance i enjoyed max and clance yeah, even All more. I mean, together. everybody was so relatable. Everybody was so, you know, you could I you could identify with a lot of different stories. But I think mm-hmm. Max and Clance was just really special. Yeah, just to see their scenes together, mm-hmm. uh, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was great. really interesting to see. I mean, we're all aware of racism and what I just think it was really the way it was told and just from that perspective was just really it was really inter- interesting and important to watch i think mm-hmm. I, you know i just yeah they did a great job with max's character yeah storyline that was great and i love uh the friendship of jess and lupe yeah they're absolutely they're, bros. they're great they're fun good stuff yeah, I what about you wendy the... favorites i mean i actually really liked carson you know um mm-hmm. and then you know, Clance, obviously. And then I like, if I could just take them as a, a unit, the mm. supporting characters, Maybell, mm-hmm. Shirley, Jess, Luffy, yeah. Esty. I just loved all that. Like, I, I almost want to go back and watch it again. Just to, Nobody you know, felt the, like a throwaway. To, to watch them. You know? No. And they, I liked, and they were all interesting. And I, I Nobody felt gimmicky. To no. Me, you know? They gave them all some, some stories and some little quirks. And I just. Yeah. Uh, Can we say our least favorites? <laughs> sure. sure you go first i'm gonna do a hot take oh I think no it's gonna be a little oh i know where you're going with it confrontational it. Oh, but i'm gonna go with greta Ooh. i think we've all had a greta in our lives and as yes. special oh, as greta's can be and i hope greta grows as a person <laughs> i think greta's but i think uh i don't know i think i think i'm really glad that there, there were the Joes around mm-hmm. to really put some perspective around the glow that Greta yeah. has, you know, yeah. that like perfection and oh, yeah. how cute and fun and what a tease. And it's so mysterious. And I think Joe really was important to shatter some of that and well, think, no, she's got her own like she's real. She's a real person. She's got her own but issues. It, you know, she all, almost to me was like she was supposed to be that kind of that not a villain, but that kind of like. Uh, makes you think a little bit, like mm-hmm. turns it on its head a little bit. So, well, remember Greta also, they gave her that backstory about she'd had that relationship that they got, you know, we were running at the she's beginning. Done it before. Jealous or, but, yeah, the, sh- but the fact that the girl got, they got caught and then and, right. the, per- the, the one she was with got shipped yeah. off. Unlike so- Carson that has like a naiveness, kind of like she doesn't, this was not Greta's first time doing No, and I can this, see right, why she was somebody. a little wary and a little more 
ready to just get away from it for either Carson's sake or for her sake or just because she, she knows the consequences. Also, and the fact she knew exactly what she was doing when she was teasing Carson and making a whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, getting away from it, sure. But the whole lead up to that, like that, I think that's relatable too because we've all met that person. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah. okay, it's fun for a while, but unless it's... that person grows, uh, you know, which I'm sure she will, but... <laughs> Yeah, and I'm glad that least likable. I I kind of agree, uh, and I'm really glad that Carson stayed and didn't go and run right. away to oh, New York too. with 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 Greta. It's like Absolutely. yeah, that's not Carson is her own person now, which is yeah. really funny. She knows she has her own things to, you know. Clearly, Greta opened her up to a whole new world. Yeah, Little Mermaid style, but <laughs> like she doesn't need to tag along. She doesn't need to be to be Greta's tag along. To right. figure that out. Yeah. Wendy? Good. Who was your least favorite? Oh, my least fa- I don't think I... I mean... I don't know if I have a least favorite. I mean... I w- there's no... I don't know if I... I don't know. Random extra baseball player that got one line, number five. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, there's nobody well, I think- that I didn't like. Like, I, yeah. I get your concerns about Greta, but I don't know that there's somebody I'd say, oh, I just really didn't like. Yeah, character. I think that's fair. Like all the characters were flawed, just like every right. everyone in, in real life. That was sure. kind of what was refreshing about it. Um, I will say, yeah, I didn't. So I don't think there was like a villain. I mean, you'd all say those police, those police officers. Oh yeah, yeah. they're the those guys sucked. <laughs> One thing I didn't like. I mean, I did not that I didn't like his character. I just feel like we didn't get enough time to really get an opinion on on uh, the coach. What's his name? Oh, Dove. Yeah, Dove. Yeah, because you almost forget he like, ever existed. Yeah, weird. it was Just such a weird, weird kind of yeah. thing. Like, almost they had to put a male coach in and then get rid of him. But I think when you put Nick Offerman, you'd expected it to go somewhere. And then, like I said, when it just awkwardly was over yeah. without, like, anything. But you see them arguing and then she's, he's gone. Like, mm-hmm. eh, okay, yeah. well, he was fine, weird. but I'm... I'm ambivalent because it was obviously just in there because obviously, you know, almost like they were saying they would have given them a male coach. So we'll do it for a couple of episodes. But if it had been like some guy you'd never, an actor you'd never heard of, you wouldn't have thought as much about it. Right. Mm-hmm. It but just it's a little raise your expectations of that bit character. Of stunt casting. Distracting. Yeah, which, okay. Yeah. But- because again, and it would have been fine if they again would have had that some kind of goodbye scene. Right. Not anything cheesy, but just like a where the hell you go in some kind of interaction between yeah. them or like even because he could have said to if Carson, he like, come back looks like you get to coach now right or, you or know like if he would have come back in episode seven or eight like right. okay you know i did to take work back out over the, didn't wait, work, work out the orioles i'm here to take the team back over and essentially the team revolted is like, like we don't need you no right yeah we don't need you yeah. go away that would have been interesting that would have been us. okay like even like a little just a little spot so yeah but there was just felt it felt like a loose end mm-hmm. completely so that's about it. I mean, I didn't, there's nobody that I like didn't like. I mean, even if you like, you feel like okay, her mom wasn't really great to Max all the time, but you understand why yeah, I didn't not like character. her mom. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's all good. The she thing, the thing is that kind of helps these characters, especially, and of course, it does still carry over to this time period. But you kind of feel you almost have this sense of like oh, a little bit of forgiveness because of the time period it, it was right. in for some of the behaviors. Of course. Um, yeah, but then it's eye-opening, but like, oh, well, no, that that still goes on today, that exact same stuff. But I think it's easier to kind of, it almost, like now we can be 
even like a lot more defensive with it without really taking the time to understand the whys behind the feel a lot of the fears like a lot a lot of that anger and that hatred mm-hmm. is derived from the fear and so now it's a lot harder for us to take the time to try to understand that side of it too but i think having a show that's set in that time period hmm. allows us to have a little more patience with it and patience and understanding of those those fears that people had even the shirley's can you imagine if you met a shirley today that yeah. wouldn't be cute that would not be cute no, but back funny. then, back then, you have a just slightly more patience for that person who's so fearful and crazy of like, oh, it's contagious. You guys are you guys are right. just demoralizing our society. Back then, right. you can laugh at it and keep, like, oh, this person just. But ignorance. you know, you have a little more patience for that ignorance. It's the same ignorance uh, because you don't know that person's story, that background that they were consistently told that this is contagious. These people right. are wrong. It's disgusting. Like if that's all you hear. But now we have no patience. We it's harder for us to, right. to take that time to understand. But it, seeing this show it kind of puts it in a different frame, a different context. So because Shirley didn't know any gay people, right? No. It's, and then it's she a actually little... got to know them and like them, and didn't yeah. know they were gay. And there's and so much of America. You'd be shocked that these bigots they don't know any gay people. Exactly. That's so, where, I but think I think it's harder. It comes from yeah, and but I think it's the show is important because it helps. Just make us aware of that patience that can can help us all a little bit. Same. Well done, League of Their Own. I also yeah. I thought of the character that I actually hate. Oh, it's the visual effects supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> the visual baseball. The, the FX the baseball. Fake fucking baseball. And ever made that decision? Shot. Yeah. Anyway, well. I still love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Can't wait for season two. Can't wait. Yes. Can't so wait. Excited. I can't wait for an we're announcement of season two. I'm sure, we'll, honestly, it's, it has to get a season two. Hopefully we get the word pretty soon, but it will be, we, we will celebrate for sure when, when that news comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Gotta happen. I Gotta know. I think I mean, we all need to show up to... in some league cosplay <laughs> here. <laughs> our, our buddy Penny's already having a league of their own little mini. Yeah, that's oh, right. yeah, yeah. Look so out cool. for that for Penny. Let's give her a shout out for she's she lives in Chicago. She's put putting on a basically a peaches get together. They're gonna play a game of baseball in Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, yep. It started like, small, but then Will yeah. Graham, creator of the show, retweeted it. Now it's growing. <laughs> so, yeah, she's she as as Penny puts it. I accidentally <laughs> made a con or something. It's like. Only you could accidentally make like a convention. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so Spark if you Purple. Learn... Spark Purple is the the Twitter page for it. Mm-hmm. Um, also go. does Z Night Retreat, Super Queer Summer Camp. I mean Penny. Penny's it's a all Penny. Dynamo man. Yeah, she's awesome. She's and now incredible. they get their own baseball. And if you want to see Penny, she she does a live thing. So that live, the one that we were on last night. So mm-hmm. you can go watch it. She's awesome. She's yeah, awesome. she's the best. Very good person and lots of fun. We're big fans. Yeah. I wish I had half of Penny's follow through on things. <laughs> Ambition. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. smart. Get on you, Penny. So go to baseball camp. If it wasn't in like Rockford, I, you know, I can't quite, quite get there, but you know, it'd be fun. Monday, I'd love to maybe. go see that. Yeah. That place she'll anyway. Do it again. She'll probably do it again. Yeah. Well, for season two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, go see all these things on the Twitter. You know where our Twitter is? It's at Podcast with one D. Or on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. 
You can go to SheNerdsOut.com. That is where you can catch up on episodes. You can buy us a beer. You can buy merch, guys. We have some beautiful merch in beautiful our merch, merch store. Check that out. And uh, you can also send us a message or a voice message through the website, or you want to directly get to our email inbox. It's at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Times. All right. Should we close it out? I think we should. Mm-hmm. Okay. Batter up. Oh, wait, that's the other one. <laughs> Here I call. She nerds out. Oh, oh. very nice. Oh, I ran myself in a corner. I didn't have anything to follow that. <laughs> she nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Big Charlie. Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Oh, hi, Charlie.